Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. Well, hey everybody, we're back with another Survivor recap. I'm your host, Jerry Manthe, here with the lovely and talented and oh so sexy. Whoa, thank you. Justin, Justin Walter. Walter. And as you can see, Ryan is not here. The, Again. The feud between Jerry and Ryan is real. They hate each other. Can't stand him they anymore. They cannot be in the same room together. So every week they have to decide who is going to sit here with me. <laughs> and I won the coin toss this week. It's a coin toss? You oh, should be no, fighting it's a challenge. It's a challenge, yes. yes. It's a challenge. Jerry's off Redemption Island. Yeah. Back. So I got to say, uh, after le- the tonight's... Hey, you, you didn't get to sound off first on Lindsay last Let week. Let me just hang on. Right. I'll get to that. But right now, oh. I, I feel like I need a shower. I feel dirty. <laughs> I feel disgusted and angry, and the bitterness and resentment Ooh. is coming up out of out of my insides. Just like watching that episode, just watching people implode on themselves and I on each other. Loved it. It was disgusting. Like so many stupid mistakes. A lot of mistakes. And let me tonight. just tell you right now that that is what happens when you put a bunch of women on the island and they're <laughs> all on their period at the same time. <laughs> That's what that was. <laughs> they they go and cycle together. Oh my god! I don't know what was going on tonight. The host only, you do not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now, that was everybody on their period. Oh, so, this I, was a great, another fantastic episode. Ridiculous. The I head of the snake, I think, was the name of this uh, episode. And you know, we we get so to many see snakes. Everything implode after the merge. <sighs> Bam! It happens officially merged. Merge feast. Perfect timing for a merge. And I think it's with the tribe starting off as six and all the fractions and then, or fractions, factions. And then we have just so many different alliances pulling each other in all different directions. Fantastic merge time. It was. It was. I mean, and once again, this has happened several times in Survivor where, you know, the merge happens. One side clearly has more (sighs) people than the other. And it should just be like bam, 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 shooting ducks in a barrel. That was season Fish two in a barrel. and three and, <laughs> and not four, but yeah, classic Survivor did not happen tonight. No, actually, tonight was reminiscent of Survivor Amazon for me when Christy, who was deaf, she thought she was in the driver's seat the entire episode when she had two sides pulling on her, and then what happens? Boom! 
Take yeah. out the person in the middle. This is like one of those things where, okay, being a swing vote person is a very powerful position. Yes. But Sarah did everything wrong in that spot. <sighs> you don't ruffle feathers. You don't flaunt it. No, you don't flaunt it. You don't ruffle yeah. feathers on both sides. You yeah. don't tell people, well, I'm not really sure yet. Hmm, let me think about it. Uh, you know, because then everybody starts mistrusting you. Yeah. And you're... Power literally fizzles away. She got too cockied. I, I have loved Sarah this entire season. One of the reasons I've loved her is loved her. she has been playing such a calculated, smart, strategic game. Tonight she got so cocky. And one of the first things... She I was, was PMSing, one I'm of, sure of it. We'll, <laughs> we'll have to find out. <laughs> one of the first mistakes, though, was from Cass. When Cass approached her in the beginning of the episode before the merge saying, I'm worried about you and Jeremiah. Yeah, that was bad on Cass's part. When you, when you have six, you don't tell people within the six to their face. That you don't trust them. You don't trust them. That, that just puts someone at the bottom already when they're in alliance when three out of the six are brains. It was so retarded. Cass, I'm so disappointed in her because she has been playing a great game as well. She's been very smart. She's been very like yeah. calculated. Everything is, is made logical sense. She's a yeah. lawyer. She's thinking with her brain. Tonight... She let she her emotions get the best of her, which is the case for everyone on this episode. Everyone got like totally emotionally charged and and blew what should have been like a very simple thing. Now our perfect three, our favorite three yes. to go to the, end, <laughs> the brains destroyed. Honest to God, like Cass. I don't understand. I mean, cast tonight went all over the board. It was ridiculous. And, I mean, from from pointing out, Sarah, that I'm worried about you and being really uptight about the fact that she's bullying me, and then she felt that Tasha... Took Tosh, her side. Took Sarah's side when all Tasha was trying to do was trying to heal the wound and that she, Cass made. And she was doing an amazing job. Tasha was fantastic. fantastic. I love Tasha. She's yeah. my new favorite. She was great. Absolutely love She was basically giving her. Sarah the feeling that you are in power. Tony, is, I think Tony is really smart and he's crazy, but Tony is 100% right. This whole episode was about making Sarah feel that she is in the power position because then that is where she'll go. That's what Tasha was doing. Right. She was ma- basically saying, like, ladies, you're fighting, but Cass, you're an idiot. You know you are in the power seat. We need to make Sarah feel like she is, so then she'll stick with us. And despite the fact that we love the brains, hmm. we both had to agree that Sarah probably should have flipped. She should have flipped. Because she's <laughs> at least single. number four yeah. with the brain. She was the number four person. Yeah. With Tony, it's very possible that their previous agreement yeah. might have floated yeah. and she could have been second in line. It, it it doesn't make sense. I mean, yes, you're going to stick with those people because of the swap and all that sort of stuff, but from our perspective, it seems like Sarah should have gone to Cops or Us. I was predicting yesterday. I was predicting today that Sarah <laughs> is going to go back to Cops or Us. I was completely wrong because she got her head exploded with power and being cocky. But it would have been smart to go back to Wu. She can control Wu. Yeah. She is with Tony, and it's it's she played it, I feel, all wrong tonight. Horrible. I mean, okay, if you're going to stick with your new six, make the other five think you're with them until the vote. Screw your loyalty badge. Screw your freaking cop badge. Make them feel that you're on their side. And don't flaunt to them that you have the power and you're not sure if you're going to go with them. And she was just being... 
bitchy. It was bad. Like, and then her and Cass, their whole fight was just so ridiculous. It had, it didn't have anything to do with the game. They're, it was just them, like, like women, like two little cats in a bag. Man, that's what it was like. I was like, oh, this isn't. It wasn't even fun to watch. And, and, and I get, I get Cass and the other brains argument. That why Sarah, Sarah was all about, okay, if I'm going to stick with you guys, I'm in control, I have the power, I'm deciding the vote, I want LJ or Tony or Wu gone. Right, which is also a dumb thing to say (laughs) as a swing vote. As a swing vote, you let both sides decide who they're going to vote for, and and then then you pick. pick. You don't put yourself in control, because we already know that that is the number one place that gets voted out all the time. So people, when they're like, I'm in control, everybody's like... You're out, man. All she had to do to both sides is say, I'm down for whoever you guys think is the safest vote. Just let me know let what me you know. want to do. I'm in with you. Done deal. Let's not talk about it. Move on. Go, let them go both, sit on the beach by yourself and think about it. Let them both vote like, that way. The and then you can decide a tropical council. Don't tell someone, Sarah. I'm sorry, Sarah. I loved you this season. Tonight you just made some bad mistakes. Don't tell someone... I don't know who I'm going to vote for. I'm going to decide at tribal council. When you tell Tony that, you already know that Tony is a gamer. You know that Tony's not going to go to tribal council thinking, uh, you know, I, I just am going to take a chance. <laughs> We're getting some buzzing in here. If you tell a guy like Tony you're going to decide at tribal council, he's going to make moves to do something and not going to wait to see what you decide to do Especially when he knows he's in the hot seat. Yeah. When he knows that his name is probably getting tossed around. Yeah. And the fact that Sarah, like, said to her tribe, the Brains and all those folks, she was like, I know for a fact that LJ and Tony do not have oh. idols. <laughs> okay, another thing about this game is you don't know what the hell is going on in, in terms of idols. You never know for sure. And to say that is so just totally stupid. <sighs> and, I mean, I'm so disappointed because Sarah... We uh, we both we lo- loved you. I, loved I thought Sarah. you were going to go really far, man. Loved but her. this was just so hard to watch. It was. Uh, I loved. I loved Sarah leading up to tonight, and I, I mean, I still like Sarah. I think she's good. She just made bad moves tonight. It was horrible. No, everything you could do wrong <laughs> as a swing vote, she did wrong. Absolutely. So tonight, we finally got a note at the merge that there is a special yes. idol talk about it. that is going to yep. appear at some point mm-hmm. and they're going to find a clue maybe i don't know everybody you know they showed next week they're all going to go Crazy running into the woods for looking for this it this is the tyler perry idol yeah. the one that you know once the votes are read then you can play the idol Hey, you know what? I think actually we need to bump over to a little oh, commercial do. for Maria Menounos' new reality show. Yes. Yeah, let's do that real quick. Tuesdays on Oxygen. I'm Maria Menounos, and my life can get a little crazy. I host Extra. I'm an actor, producer, dancer, wrestler, and a lot of other things. I live with Kevin, my boyfriend of 15 years. Do you really love me? I would say that I'm in serious like. And my parents. Yep. I just said I live with my parents. You drive me crazy. You drive me crazy. My parents want us to get married. You both love each other. Get married. Kevin and I don't. I am going to get married when I want to get married. I think I want kids. Kevin definitely doesn't want them now. This is being pushed on to us. And of course, my parents wanted them yesterday. This year, you got to have it. And I have a house full of people counting on me financially. If I take my eye off the ball, everything can fall apart. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or wants us to do. It's what we want to do. Everyone things that they know what's best for me but i'm really the only one i have got to figure things out chasing maria menounos is so new every tuesday at 10 9 central starting march 18 only on oxygen you gotta talk about it. 
Wow. Okay. It's, it's, I watched last night, and what I honestly one of my favorite parts is p- figuring out whenever time Kevin and Maria are wearing AfterBuzz clothes because they're wearing AfterBuzz clothes all the time. Are they really? Yeah. Like Maria had AfterBuzz shorts on, Kevin has the AfterBuzz shirt on, so it's really fun <laughs> coming here to AfterBuzz and then seeing it on the show. It's really Aww. fun. Yeah. Ryan and I were saying last week that they should have taped the Survivor show for their show because clearly. It's they the should. best after show they have. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think I think we definitely get a lot yeah. of people <laughs> watching us out there on YouTube. You guys keep those comments coming. Twitter us, all that kind of stuff. We love it. Twitter us, Jerry. Come on. Tweet <laughs> us. What? Tweet us. Twat us. <laughs> we were going to have you guys on the show, but we couldn't get Jerry and Ryan in the same room. I know! <laughs> hey, I think we'd probably come together for that. I want to hear some conspiracy theories <laughs> on YouTube why... Jerry and Ryan have this feud going on. Let's get your best theories on YouTube. Tweet them. I want to know what you guys think is going on between these two. Do they have a secret love child somewhere? Ooh. I don't know. Oh, I wonder. Hmm. Not unless he's the one who gave birth. <laughs> well, uh, we were talking about the Tyler Perry idol that people call it this season. Yeah, what? Okay. Was it being called the Tyler Perry Idol because apparently he came up with the idea? So it's or what been was used, it? and I don't actually remember this in past seasons because everybody, Never. everybody, there's articles about seasons 12 and 13, Yule season on the Cook Islands, and then 13, uh, Exile Island with Terry. Someone just tweeted me, Yule and Terry Idol. I don't remember those seasons, this idol being like that. I, I I don't know. I've read I've read articles about it, and I just don't remember that. I don't remember. And now, anybody. now people are going to say I'm not a true fan. No, uh, you know what? I don't care what you guys. Say. <laughs> I was on the show three I times. I don't remember that. I've never ever ever seen that. No played. one's ever played it that way. And what? Uh uh-uh. uh. And. If it was that way, I remember in the Cook Islands, Edgardo had an idol and he got voted off with it or something like that. So I just don't remember this idol like that. Maybe it's because it wasn't post-merge. In any case, in the TV Guide kind of preview for the season, Jeff Probst said that Tyler Perry had, you know, he he texts ideas uh, for Survivor because he's a Survivor fan to Jeff. And sometimes they integrate them and then that's why they're bringing this idol. Tyler Perry thinks that they should be allowed after the merge to use it so after So what the we need to look... We need to look at seasons thirteen. Yeah, 12 we're going to look. Let's. We'll do. It. I'm going to go back and look at that. I just it, they definitely weren't played. I don't remember that that ever happening. I would remember if they were played after a vote. Yeah, they, they were never played after a vote. So we'll have to take a look. Right, because that would be stupid. <laughs> okay, maybe if there's one. Amidst a couple of other normal ones, okay, you, I, you know how I feel about these idols to yeah. begin with. I hate them in general, but tonight's idol play I thought was amazing. I though. know, but first, I know we have so wait, much. Hold to on, talk because about. we have something pretty controversial to talk about. Yes, people were tweeting about it. No, we I, both said yeah, it immediately. No, the, the challenge tonight, the immunity challenge. Um, we've seen this challenge before, standing on a little teetering triangle box in the in the ocean, yeah. uh, moving your feet up every fifteen minutes to a different rung, and then eventually yep. getting on top. And who's the last one standing? We both noticed immediately. Immediately, who was wearing those kind of shoes that are grippy toes with grippy bottoms? For one, whenever I see people at the gym wearing those shoes, they disgust me. They are like <laughs> the most gross, disgusting They're shoes. They're weird looking. To that begin I with. don't think I could ever wear the finger toe shoes. That just I, I can't understand. But the reason why people wear them is because they act as basically a grip on your foot. Yeah, and they they use muscles in your feet and you exercise muscles. You can scale muscles. walls like Batman with those. Things. That I like crazy runners. I have a pair that's similar to those, but they're not the toe ones that I wear like for good traction while I'm hiking. 
the fact that he was allowed to wear those shoes, why? That was bullshit. Why was he allowed to wear those shoes when everybody else was not allowed to wear those shoes? When you're in a challenge like that, Jerry, in the past, have you been in a challenge where they say you can yes. wear your gym shoes yes. or you can choose not to? Absolutely. So what my guess is they gave that option. Well, He's the course. only one with those type of shoes. Everybody else right. has standard gym shoes. Right. And it would be dumb. Right, but it's bullshit because those shoes do not belong in a shoe category. They, they Those shouldn't. shoes are used specifically in nature walks where you know yeah. you're going to be walking on slippery surfaces to help you get grip. And it, he ends up winning, which sh- just proved that it's total bullshit. There is there just like playing a little devil's advocate. He is a martial arts guy, which gives him partially an image. Right. But I agree. We if also every, had a Pilates instructor. If everybody is not wearing shoes and then you allow someone to wear those toe, gross, finger, grippy shoes, it's an advantage. Of course it is. It's a total advantage. Now, normal shoes... There's a reason why no one would wear those, because those would not help you out in that situation. <laughs> would not help you at all. So the fact that they let him do that, I'm sure there was a big discussion. I can see it. I can totally see it. Like, before the challenge. Because technically they're shoes? No, because I'm sure they said, you are, you're you allowed to wear your shoes if you want. And everyone was like, screw that. So here's, but but yeah. here's the thing. I know how the challenges work. Beforehand, there ha- there's, Questions. Uh, there's a guy... Um, Oh, man, I wish I could remember. John. I don't remember his last name. Kerfhofer or something like that. Um, love you, John. Um, he w- he goes around to make sure that all the gaming rules are being followed okay. and that there's nothing that can be uh, later uh, cause problems yeah. legally. Okay. And so I'm sure that there was a several discussions yeah. over his shoes and whether or not he should be allowed to wear them. But the fact that they were not normal Shoes that they are specifically for gripping, that should have gotten the kibosh. I mean, it's just plain and simple. If you think of the, that surface, let's say it's even wet or not wet, a normal... Of course it's wet. Fo- okay, a normal... <laughs> an, even if it is... And your feet are wet. A normal foot on a piece of wood is going to slide and be slippery. But when you have a shoe that has treading on it, you're not going to slip. No, you won't. It's unfair. Totally. So it's interesting that legally they obviously, like you said, had those discussions and they and they allowed him to wear they it. They allowed it. So I wonder, you know. So I, I'm. Jerry, when you're on the red carpet at the finale this year, ask you that question. What Remind went down me. for his shoes? <laughs> <laughs> Remind me because I do want to remember to ask him. Well, I mean, I, I know that there was a discussion and I know they let him do it, but yeah. he doesn't know why. <laughs> I mean, crazy. He was just like, hell yeah, look at me. I'm going to win. And he did. Crazy, so, and they when they got the, the third tier when they got to the top, just the solo balance beam type thing, they flew off like flies. I know, <laughs> I know it's pretty. And I was surprised that Tony was the one battling Wu in the end. I thought it was going to be Trish. I know, I know. You kept going, Trish is going to win. Yeah, Trish. I was like, and just you know what? Here's something sorry, for all you uh-uh. people out there who don't have to watch this show, Survivor with Justin. <laughs> you are so lucky to be sitting in the privacy of your own home. Jerry! This guy Sorry. screams, yells, like, uh, claps loud. Like I literally leave the, the room we're watching. <laughs> he makes a lot of weird noises. I get into it. I, like, come in here and I'm like, my ears are ringing. I'm like, Justin. Yeah, Jerry, several times. I, I, I apologize, Jerry. Several times she was like, Justin, calm <laughs> <Enough>. down. Dude. <laughs> but I do have to thank Jerry for something. It might have, it may have been Jerry alone here tonight because she stopped me from eating 
disgusting <laughs> salad that would have given me food poisoning. I opened up a salad from Trader Joe's, went to the bathroom. Jerry said, I thought you farted when you left, but it's got to be that salad. Are you really going to eat salad that? dressing. And she was like, do not eat that. And I threw it away and it stunk up the whole room. Yeah, so. Justin could totally be on Survivor because <laughs> he you? won't obviously eat anything. <laughs> but yeah, who won immunity and it was like so anticlimactic and I was actually mad he won because it was, I was like, that is just unfair. Yeah, that's when I started feeling like I needed a shower. <laughs> I was like, this is dirty. There's something dirty going on. This ep- and then every uh, confessional with Sarah the entire night was, I'm in power. I'm in power. I'm uh, in the middle vote. I mean, I was so sick and tired of hearing her. So after Wu wins and we're disgusted and angry. <laughs> you. We we go back to um, the, the tribe, the camp, and Sarah is just slamming rum. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, another thing you did wrong tonight, Sarah. When you're in a position of power where you got to have your wits about you and make the right decision that could affect every single person, including yourself, you should probably not be drinking. Just saying. At one point, she was like, I, I, I was wondering if she was a little tipsy. Of course she was. <laughs> like, you know, they really aren't eating, and I'm, I'm, believe me, I know this one. She was Because anytime there was rum involved, when I was on an island... I was hiding that stuff at night and swigging it in the middle of the night when nobody was watching. That stuff makes you feel good. Oh, (laughs) And it'll give you a good night's rest. But during the day when you're supposed to make up these these huge decisions, not a good idea to drink. I'm just saying. That tribe of six went into the water and had their little powwow immediately. Yeah. Right in front of everybody. Go in the woods. Like, don't let the other people see who's talking. Oh, yes. I... Uh, I was going to say, even if they go in the woods, they know that they're talking. Of course. But Survivor 101, Jerry, you're 100%. Don't let them watch the body language. Don't let them see who's running the conversation. They were putting on a show. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Sarah was putting on a show. It was bad. So, next thing, and one thing tonight I noticed about Tony is that Tony has a really, really bad habit of talking over people. Mm. He, when someone comes to him with an idea or a comment or a little bit of insight, he talks over them. He stops them from talking. He did this tonight to Sarah. When she came to him and they were trying to have a conversation, yeah. instead of just stepping back and letting her talk and seeing where she's coming from, see if maybe she accidentally slipped something, he just could not stop mm-hmm. talking over her. And he does it to everybody. And tonight it drove me nuts. Yeah. So Trish, at some point, comes up to him and is like, maybe I should talk to Sarah. Maybe I can figure out a way to switch Sarah. Because it became like it's huge conversation while they were all in the water drinking mm-hmm. or talking and Sarah drinking, drinking to sway Sarah. And Tony just, again, just like, no, I'll, I'll do it. You know, he takes charge and... Well, and I, th- I think part of that is he really believed in that like kind of former alliance they had. But I, I agree, he did and he does cut people off and he doesn't let people think. And he, it's going to bite him in the ass. Ca- mark listen. my words. You need to listen. Yeah, mark my words. It's going to come up at some point. You, you know how Sprint usually does like player of the week or whatever. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. I I have a player of the week that I am really impressed with. Who do you think I'm going to say? Trish. Trish. Right. Trish. The last couple weeks is proving to me even though people don't like her she's made comes off kind of like hard kind of exterior yeah for a pilates instructor like a zen namaste person she's abrasive gamer (laughs) she is so smart 
in the fact that tonight she got cast to switch. Trish is the one that even weeks before, she was the one that flipped to get Cliff out. Trish has been making bold moves, and even when she's making these moves, they're successfully working. So Trish, my hat goes off to you tonight. You are making great moves, and you're doing it in a way that it's not really standing out that it's you, but she is I'm a Trish fan right now. She is fantastic, and what she did tonight was... She woke up in the morning and she heard Sarah and Cass bickering. Again, another big mistake. Mm-hmm. You don't if you have a, a riff with somebody, take them into the woods, t- go to the water yeah. place, go get your water and have a conversation and argue it out there. Yeah. Never do it in front of other people so that people see that especially in this very delicate volatile <laughs> situation. Yeah. 6 against 5. Yeah. And, and, Not and cool. Trish wasn't even in the spy shack. She was just sitting there normally. She was right there. They could totally see her. Right there. And what she, you know, her eyes just got lit up saying, he, I, I, they're not a tight six that they're I cracked. thought they were. The crack, She's like, they're cracked. We haven't even gone to a challenge yet. The, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. They, they were bickering before the immunity challenge even happened. And, she, you know, that just put in Trisha's mind. Maybe Cass is someone that I can use as a backup to flip. And sure enough, like, fast forward, just... A simple com- – and we'll get to Cass in a whole other section, but just a simple conversation that we saw between Trish and Cass was, hey, if you could vote someone off tonight, who would you want? What is she doing? She's letting Cass think she's in power. I would want Sarah. That's who I would want too. Maybe we can get Sarah. Cass, I don't think we have enough time to rally to get Sarah votes. Oh, no. We can do it. I can promise you can do it. If you're in with Sarah, we'll do what you want to do. Trish played it out so well tonight. Even if Cass didn't flip, Trish played strategically smart and gave them an alternative option that I am super impressed with Trish. Very impressed. Very impressed. Very disappointed in Cass for flipping. (laughs) And I, I love she's like... All right, well, tonight I am bringing Chaos Cass to Tribal Council. And then they threw I up love, that hashtag. I love her little her little nickname for herself. It's Cass pretty funny. Has, I'm going to guess she's given her name that her given herself that name long before Survivor. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And we were saying throughout the whole episode, like Cass is playing like an attorney. She's playing very like methodical and like she was doing this. At first, you know, she was. We said she made the mistake of calling out Sarah to her face. But what she, I thought she did well was she was saying, you know, if Sarah isn't going to be upfront and she needs to prove her actions, one vote doesn't mean she's loyal. That's good, but don't tell her that. Yeah. You know, that yeah, that's kind of the, the thing. I did like what she said. Um, she's like, I'm not just going to trust you because you voted with us once because you were doing that in a place of desperation yeah. trying to save yourself. But if you, you know, vote off one of your ex. Yes. Uh, alliances p- people. Yeah. <laughs> allies. One of her ex allies, then she could trust her. Yeah. And it's a very valid point, but the way she went about it was just not, it was not smart. Yeah. And she's kind of playing, you know, Sandra's the queen of the self preservation game where it's like, as long as, long as, as it's, it's not, not me. me. Cass kind of did that, but she didn't do it in like a, a Sandra way where the tar- Sandra did it in a way where the never target went on Sandra. Cass did it in a way tonight where the target is going to be on Cass from her old tribe members. Yeah. And I understand that, you know, when Sarah leaves two groups of five wondering where is she going to go and like, can she really be trusted? Cass is the type of person self preservation sticks in. Like she said it. 
if if Sarah's gonna think she's the one to make the strike, then I'm gonna make the preemptive strike so she is not gonna like screw me over. So in Cass's mind, her move tonight was a move to you know take out Sarah, but then also to give herself some power. But she took her power away tonight. She took her power away. Well, you have to wonder if she's gonna stay over there on that side with Tony and all those guys, or if she's gonna try to weasel her way back into the brains. Because I mean. <sighs> It just seems to me stupid because she is now at the bottom of five. She's not anywhere in the middle. And she's, she pissed off everyone else. Yeah. And, I mean, she could maybe go back to her brain people, but now she's at the bottom of that of the four over there. Yeah. So, or five. Four. four. Yeah. So, either way, she screwed herself. She... Uh, totally. Like, I don't think there's any way Cass can ever come back from this. I, it was, a, I think, a nail in her coffin. And it's such a bummer. She was playing well. And I think... With, with the brains, Cass, you know, Spencer and Tosh, Tasha, Cass, Spencer was the biggest target in your group of three. Mm-hmm. When they were going to go after the brains, they would have gone after Spencer. Cass so that leaves you on your safe. Radar. You're in such a group. You guys went through so much together. And I think part of what fueled Cass must have been how Tasha was treating Sarah. But no, what? It was, what? No. It, it was all emotionally charged period there was no logic sense to anything that she did tonight it was all about her emotions which is and now i will say it about last week Lindsay's exit that entire scene was all about her emotions getting the best of her which we all know can happen but that's what separates the the good players from the eh, is when if you don't make you know good choices even in an emotional state the best thing you can do is just step away, take some breaths, go look at nature, watch some birds fly across <laughs> the sky, you know, and maybe cop a squat somewhere and then come back with a different, like, you know, attitude yeah. because emotions and, and survivor do not e- mix. Easier said than done, I'm sure, removing emotion from the game, but you have to remove emotion from the game. It is easier said than done, but I will say this. It gets easier yeah. when you think about the long term you know if you're just like living in the moment like my whole thing about life is generally i live in the moment i live in the present i try to make my decisions based on now making things the best they are now but in survivor you got to think that way but you also have to think long term Mm -hmm. and by long term i mean you know two weeks away (laughs) 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 you know that's the thing about Survivor that can make you get through all of that is knowing that at some point it's over. My favorite. It's going to end. My favorite <laughs> book that I think is like the guide to winning a reality TV show is The 48 Laws of Power. Have you read it? I have. Somebody yeah. gifted that to me that, right before I went to go play Survivor I'm the first you, time. I read that book clearly because I love the show. And it is so – if you are a Survivor fan and you want something to read, get The 48 Laws of Power. And it is like the guide to winning a reality TV show. And, and it's one of the main things is you have to remove emotion from the game. And, it's, and when you can do that, you play a different game. A strictly Machiavellian approach. Yes, I love it. It's not something I would ever say, go read this and live your life by it. Because yeah. – uh, no. In the end, you probably <laughs> wouldn't have any friends, and you'd be all alone. And even if you were wealthy and successful, you'd be miserable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's definitely for games, not life. No, because some the, people apply it to business, but uh, yes, but again, the karma. I, mm-hmm. I do believe in karma as well. And here's the other thing that blows my mind, and it. it Obviously, Cass made her decision to vote Sarah out because of the power struggle. She wanted to make a statement, a move, all that sort of yada yada yada. But 
when they switched, so at Tribal Council, when Tony pulled out hold his on, idol. Hold on, hold on. We haven't even gotten oh to that God. yet. Oh, sorry. I know. Because at Tribal Council, <sighs> yeah. it was like, I, I mean, okay, here's my thing with Jeff Probst. If, when you go to Tribal Council, if you're the first person he asks a question to, you know you're on the hot seat. <laughs> so the second they all came in, LJ. LJ. So LJ, what do you what do you think about the uh, mood tonight at Tribal Council? And you know, everybody's like, oh. And then he admits he's he feels like he's on the hot seat. Yeah. Then he goes, Tony. So tell me, Tony, what do you think about you know? Yeah. And uh, that I, I know there's a lot of editing going on, yeah. but it I don't know. I, I just it's one of those Jeff Probst moments where I'm like. So I, I mean, I knew they were at least LJ. I knew he was going to play his his idol. He had to. He had no option. He knew he was in the hot seat. The way it went down, I love ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so for those of you out there who were as completely blown away by what you saw tonight in Travel Council, let us know um, what you thought. Uh, but Justin and I were literally like jumping up and down. And he was very loud. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm always loud. loud. Okay, so first, I love that Tony whipped out his idol just to like throw it in their face. Like, I have an idol. Yeah, I'm safe. And then you had everybody scrambling. You had Tasha looking at Spencer. Let's go with the other one. The The other other one. one, The the other other one. The other. Which I hope it's a secret scene. I want to see the conversation when they decided. When they decided, our plan B is Jeffra. But that was actually their plan A. Yeah. Which. I found interesting that there was nothing in any of the footage that we got to see where it was again brought up that that was a possibility to go back to their plan A mm-hmm. to get rid of Jeffra. Well, that became plan B, but it was plan A. It was it became plan B when Sarah made them want to go after Tony. Well, that just yeah. makes me question, really. Did anybody really seriously put Sarah in a power position? No. They were all just like, oh, of course, Sarah, of course. But you know that they were going off and having their own conversation. But Sarah voted for Jeffra, too. So so that's what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm guessing that the negotiation and the compromise was, okay, Sarah, you want Tony or LJ. If we decide we'll vote for Tony, we'll do that. If he pulls out an idol, we're suspicious that he has an idol. Our plan B as a compromise, can we go with Jeffra? You know, like they, that must have been a conversation somewhere. Either that or it had to be. I, I don't know. It had to because be. they kept saying the other one. Yeah. The so other the other one, one was Jeff the other, the other one. one. So then you have, you know, Tony plays his idol, but when he walks up there, he plays it for LJ, and then he sits back down, and then LJ stands up and is like, "Hey Jeff, I want to use mine for Tony," and it was honestly like. An amazing bromance moment. Such a total bro moment. I, I loved it, and I love it was awesome. And they were all so shocked. And I love shocked love that there were absolutely no votes for either one oh. of them. So now we're back to square one with no idols. Thank and, God. And then the player of the week, Trish. <laughs> I'm telling you, the, the, you know, both idols were played. They had the plan B's. Everything. All those, you know, ideas of plan A, plan B, plan C, we have to think all these different options. Everything was utilized and used, but it came down to Trisha's move. Trisha's move to get Cass to flip. I'm so mad that Cass flipped. I, I, I'm just... It doesn't And you know, make the sense. look on Spencer's face was... I mean, he's pissed. He's really pissed, and he said... 
Thank you, Cass. Now we have absolutely no shot at ever winning, yep. and neither do you. Yeah. I, I mean, it's and like she said so, there's a lot of game to be played. Yeah, there's a lot. No, she totally screwed herself. She proved herself untrustworthy. Yeah. And Tony had already said at the beginning of Tribal Council that uh, – I wrote it down because I was so like, what? He said um, – Winning Survivor is not about going into a merge with numbers. Yeah. It's about going into a merge with comfort, <laughs> which really doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, he's talking about trusting people, yeah. basically. Well, Cass just proved that she's totally untrustworthy. She just turned her back on the tightest alliance mm. you can have on Survivor. When you're with people you were with from day one. And they trust you. Yes. They trust you. And he betrayed them to get Sarah. Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, no matter how angry you are at somebody, to betray your own alliance, your super tight alliance, to get rid of somebody who's not even, like, in your in your group. It doesn't even make sense to me. I mean, it's... it's she has completely screwed herself. She was, in a better, she was in a better position to get Jeffra off. And it's just... It is, you know, yeah, maybe with a couple days go by, she'll see some fractions in the other... I keep saying fractions. Is that, yeah. Factions, fractions, fractures. whatever. Fractures. fractures. Yeah. <laughs> fractures. A fraction is she's a mathematical not, term. She's not a mathematician. She's, she's a lawyer. A, I keep saying fractions. Gosh. Um, she... <laughs> but, you know, okay, maybe now she's with those other six. It's exactly what Tony described to Sarah. Sarah. Five on five. You're the sixth. They use you this week. Next week, they can vote you off, and they don't need you anymore. They could vote Cass off this week. The other tribe, the other four could go to them and say, we're pissed off at Cass. We want Cass out. Oh, sure. We don't need her either. Let's vote her off, too. We don't need her. Five versus four, then. Like, Cass, you did not make yourself a valuable number to that majority over there. No. No. She screwed herself coming and going at this point. The only thing... The only thing that <laughs> she might find the idol. <laughs> have going for her is if she just now she has to go the whole I'm the villain, I am nobody likes me, you can beat me in the end route. That's the only thing I think she can really go for, which is not her. No. I know. She's, she's not, not a evil villain. Dick Donato. No. Oh. And Big Brother. Sorry, evil Big Brother. Dick. But no, she's, you know, I that's love like... Evil Dick. You know he's in Ireland now. Oh, he moved there. Yeah. You guys used to host the show together, right? Yeah. 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 We had a good time. Aww. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see what Chaos Cast has, you know, coming her way. Uh, I think Chaos Cast is going to be in for a lot of chaos. She's going to get some butt And she's going to be right in the middle of the chaos. Well, the we, are, we already saw Morgan flicking her off and cursing her out and just pissed at her. Again... Not smart either on Morgan's part because Cass can just go to Tony and go, let's get rid of Morgan. And LJ can't stand Morgan because she's pretty and he doesn't trust pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Morgan, you just need to like beat yourself up a little bit so you don't look so pretty. I mean, the only (laughs) other thing too that longer term Cass could be good for her is, you know, you look at that five and you have LJ and Jeffra as a minority against Wu, Trish, and Tony. You know, maybe Cass could wiggle in there. Probably not. Cass seems to have some sort of bond with Trish. You know, maybe she's banking on that bond with Trish. Who knows that? But it's just, 
You had the numbers. You had the numbers. And the trust. And the tr- That's the number one thing. <laughs> the trust of the people that you have been with day one, lost so many challenges with. You have their back. They have your back. You broke that trust. Yeah. So it's it's going to be tough. It's yeah. going to be a tough road for Cass, chaos cast now. <laughs> I, I still feel like I need a shower. Sarah went home. <laughs> Sarah. Yeah, I love her little testimonial. She's like... She was completely blindsided. Like she had, she was, she said, I was just sitting there comfortably. And then I, oh, wait, I was waiting for my name to come up and find out, oh my God, it was me. I mean, there's, she could have prevented it. We've gone over, like, you did not play the swing vote well. No. When you're the swing vote, don't let everybody know and don't flaunt it. Even if they both know, make them both trust you mm-hmm. and don't. Let them decide. Exactly. Let them decide who should go home. It shouldn't matter. Yeah, keep your damn mouth shut. Stop getting in a powerful position. When people get cocky and start taking on that whole power position, that's when I'm always like, "Uh, they're going. Even though, you know. Nobody likes to be around that person who thinks they're running the show because the way Survivor is, everybody out there thinks they're running the show. They do. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe, wow, I actually might be running the show here. But yeah. don't ever say it. I th- and, and one of the... And I never mean, get cocky about it, this ever. This is my experience from playing in my weekend versions of Survivor. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what are they, like 12 hours, maybe? No, uh, three days, three to five days, Jerry, please. <laughs> you sleep overnight? Yeah. With, with the people? Yes. But are you what, guys lying on the ground? Uh, on the beaches in Florida, we do it. Yeah. But what, I've said, what I want to say is... With the tarp or no? Well, yeah, but no, no, but no, but also I've done 10 week long drinking survivor competitions, which is amazing. I could talk about that for days. However, (laughs) one of my experiences is just like a little inkling into the game is one of the most powerful things is being in power, but making everyone else think they're the ones in power. Yeah. That is how I would, I would, I would think I would play the game where even if I know or think I am in power, Make sure everybody else feels like they're the ones making the decision because when people feel like they're in power, they're less likely to make moves against you and that's when you make the moves against them. It's just... Justin, I, I really hope someday you get on Survivor. Oh, thank you. I really, I want to see how you play the game under watch all that be, pressure. Watch me get voted off first and then check me into a mental <laughs> ward because I will go crazy. <laughs> you, can, you can join me in the PTSD ward. Oh my God. Jeez. But, right. Oh, look at that! Whoa, that was even. Better. But yeah, well, I mean, I think it. I think great it, episode. Yeah, I think at this point we're just rambling and rehashing. I so I guess we should probably wrap up tonight, wow. huh? I know. That was so fun. So uh, you guys can get a hold of me at, at Jerry Manthe on Twitter or check out JerryManthe.com for all the latest things about Jerry. Jerry, yes, and you can find <laughs> me at Justin F Walter on Twitter or Facebook.com/slash Justin Walter Host. Like my page. And uh, I love talking Survivor with you, Jerry. Oh, I love it too, Justin. I hope this feud goes on forever so I get you (laughs) one-on-one. Love you, Ryan. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.